Spokane, Washington, a city of 200,000 near the state's eastern border with Idaho. On Monday, April 1st, 1996, two dozen people were working inside a satellite office of the city's Spokesman Review newspaper. At 2.30 p.m., a van pulled up behind the building. It was there less than 15 seconds. Inside, a reporter had finished his work and was looking forward to spending the afternoon with his son. They did not realize what was waiting for them outside. Despite significant damage to the building, nobody was injured. Units from the Spokane County Sheriff's Department responded to the 911 calls. The reporter and his son had not seen anything suspicious. But one employee said that seconds before the blast, she saw a masked man jump into a white van that sped away from behind the building. She didn't get a license plate number. While much of local law enforcement was at the newspaper office, a white van pulled up outside Spokane's U.S. Bank several miles away. It had been 15 minutes since the newspaper bombing. Two armed, masked men burst into the bank and announced they were robbing it. As they passed her, one teller tripped the silent alarm. The robbers threatened to detonate a pipe bomb if anyone disobeyed their orders. They warned the teller not to give them dye packs, paint canisters designed to explode and stain stolen money, and bank robbers. Once the gunmen had their money, they herded everyone into a corner. They trained their guns on the hostages, allowing valuable seconds to tick by as the fuse burned. At the newspaper office crime scene, investigators heard radio reports about the bank robbery and explosion. That scene was secure, so several detectives headed to the new crime scene. And the sheriff's office dispatched more deputies to the bank. At the time, 
special agent mark cullinan of the fbi's spokane resident agency was on his way to the newspaper bombing with his partner while en route we received a call that a bank robbery had occurred another bomb had been set off inside the bank since my primary investigative jurisdiction was bank robberies i immediately diverted to the bank the employees and customers were shaken but safe they believed everyone had gotten out before the blast but investigators had not yet declared the crime scene secure explosives disposal unit supervisor sergeant james goodwin had to make sure it was safe for police to check the building we were concerned about the possibility of a second device because any time you have an explosive device related incident you if you have one there is always at least a potential that you have another bombers sometimes leave a second device behind as a booby trap specifically to target law enforcement the explosives disposal unit swept the bank determining it was clear of additional bombs or victims and radioed to those outside that it was safe to process the scene okay it's all clear the assailants were fast and organized getting in and out in seconds and making off with fifty thousand dollars they weren't typical bank robbers 